eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you end up feeling overwhelmed and confused instead of inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption so that you can live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, mindset, and home. This is Kayla Rogers, and you're listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey guys, thank you for tuning into another episode with me on the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Today I'm going to talk about something that is probably a part of every single one of our lives. Um, If you're listening to this, then you probably care about its environmental impact, but it's something that is so ingrained in our society that it is very hard and might I even say entirely impossible to completely avoid, and that is single-use plastics. In today's episode, I'm going to just be talking about single-use plastics in general and why refusing them is so powerful and important for the eco-friendly movement. Now, I will preface this by saying that I don't want anybody to feel guilty for single-use plastic. I am a very firm believer in this is not the the guilt doesn't belong with us as the consumers. It belongs with the giant manufacturers that make it nearly impossible to avoid this plastic, right? You go to the store, even if it's a sustainable brand, I guarantee there will be like plastic tags on the clothing or plastic stickers, right? You go to the grocery store and you want to buy nice organic produce for your family. Chances are it is wrapped in plastic and even the non-organic produce. Most of it is wrapped in plastic like grapes. If you want to buy grapes in general, unless you have like a local vendor at your farmer's market or something, you will be buying grapes in a big old plastic bag that is usually not recyclable, you know, and this is just one of a million different examples. So I don't want anybody to feel guilty as I'm going through this episode. I just want to give information that will empower you and make you feel inspired and ready to like take action on this and give you steps that you can actually do that will help this topic, right? So no guilt here. We are all doing the best we can in, you know, this environment that we are living in. But it is really important to at least think about the topic of single-use plastics and to acknowledge how big of a problem it is and how important it is as something to combat in our society. To start out, I'll just give a brief I guess, description of what single-use plastic is. I'm guessing most of us are familiar with the term. It's literally just plastic items that you only use once. Things like Ziploc bags, um, grocery bags that you get at the store, plastic that our produce is wrapped in, and you know the little plastic bags that people get from the produce section at the grocery store, water bottles, just things like that. Any plastic item that was pretty much made to be thrown away, that's a single-use plastic item. And I think one of the most damaging beliefs about single-use plastic is that many people out there, including me in the past, believe or buy into this myth that it's recyclable and that, oh, it's okay if we use this plastic as long as we put it in the recycling bin. 
But the sad truth about most of these single-use plastics are that the majority of them are not recyclable, at least not for most places. Of course, it's all dependent on what state and what city you live in and your specific recycling plant. But a lot of these single-use plastics in general cannot be recycled, and so they end up in landfills. So yeah, in general, there's just this belief that I think many people have that single-use plastics can be recycled, but that can actually be harmful to the rest of the things in your recycling bin. If you haven't heard of the term wish cycling, it is pretty much the notion that you recycle something with the wish or hope that it is recyclable, right? Because it should be. If it's plastic, it shouldn't be going into a landfill. It should be recycled, right? That's kind of like the common sense thing to think. When in reality, a lot of these single-use plastic items are not accepted at many local like recycling plants. And if you put something in the recycling bin that is not accepted and not recyclable, it can actually contaminate the other items in that recycling load, which can cause entire loads of recycling to be sent straight to the dump and go into a landfill. So again, yeah, single-use plastic is something that generally cannot be recycled, even if it seems like it can. So I always encourage people, especially when it comes to these single-use plastics, to call your local recycling center or research online to figure out exactly what can go in that recycling bin and what can't. But to sum it all up, a single-use plastic is plastic that was created with the intent of only using one time. It is an item of convenience and you know, plastic does have a place in our modern world, right? There are a lot of uses for plastic. So I don't want to be one of those people that comes on and says like, we need to ban all plastics because obviously it's really not as simple as that. Plastic does make people's lives easier in a lot of ways, but it's this single use plastic that can be so harmful to our environment. And the reason that it's harmful is not just because most of it ends up in the landfill or many of, much of it ends up in a landfill. It's because that when this plastic breaks down, it actually turns into what is known as microplastics. And if you are not familiar with this term, it's pretty much just microscopic pieces of plastic that goes into our ecosystems, into our water streams, into our marine wildlife, into our local wildlife. We already know that a lot of different kinds of plastics can be harmful to us as humans, right? So when you think about the fact that these microplastics are getting into our soil and our water streams, they're going into marine wildlife that are being harvested and eaten, they're going into local wildlife, they're literally just seeping into the natural world around us. And if we already know how harmful they are to humans, just imagine how harmful the lasting impacts of these microplastics are going to be on our entire world in general, not just on the humans that create the microplastics and that throw them into the ocean and into landfills, but the entire world is going to be greatly impacted by the negative effects of these microplastics. Another scary thing about the topic of these single-use plastics, most of them aren't actually recycled here in the U.S., 
recycling outsourcing is a huge, huge thing where this is something I, even in school, I was not taught about this, which is appalling and it makes me so angry. But I learned about this really recently, actually, about how a lot of these recycled items are pretty much condensed down into these giant blocks and they are sent overseas. In the past, most of this was sent to China, but China actually um, pretty much made it to where we can't send them recyclables anymore, which is great because it is so horrible for all of the locals that are around these power plants that break down this plastic again, right? But it's still sent to other countries overseas, typically developing nations, and it is completely just destroying people's air, destroying people's health. It is leaking in to the ocean in these like giant massive piles. Like it's truly just horrible. So this topic is so much more complex than simply, oh, it's going to go in the trash. No, it's not just going to go in the trash or in the landfill. It actually breaks down into our ecosystems, into our environment, or it gets sent overseas to developing nations and they are forced to deal with our problem and to break down this plastic that has horrible, toxic impacts on all of the local people. And that is why it's so important to challenge this belief and to challenge the societal norm that single-use plastic is okay and good and just fine and dandy, right? Um, it is definitely convenient, I will say that. It's convenient um, packaging, it's convenient to carry stuff, and it's convenient for big corporations because they can produce this for really, really cheap and they don't have to care about the you know lasting effects. They don't, don't really care about that. It's the whole manufacturing and you know, those kind of things. So it makes things easier for these big corporations. Great. <laughs> Sometimes it makes things convenient for us as individuals. That's great. But we really have to look at the bigger picture to see why it is so harmful and why it's so, so important to start reducing and straight up refusing the amount of single-use plastic that we buy. So just for one example, I am going to talk about plastic bags. There was a study that showed that Americans throw out 100 billion plastic bags every year and that of those 100 billion, only 5% of them were able to be recycled. So that means that the other 95% of the 100 billion, which means 95 billion plastic bags each year are thrown into the landfill. And in the landfill, they take a thousand years to decompose. And keep in mind what we talked about earlier, that when they decompose, they're not gone forever. They're decomposed into microplastics that break down into our ecosystems. So in general, this is just such a huge issue. And it's not just plastic bags, right? It's also the films on our food and plastic straws, plastic water bottles. So while to each person, it's like, oh, this is only one plastic bag. It's fine, right? Or, oh, it's only one reusable water bottle because I didn't feel like bringing mine today. It's fine. But when you look at the bigger picture and really realize how many of these single-use plastic items are going into the landfills, it is just awestrucking. It is literally, it's just mind-blowing. At least to me, it is. <laughs> it's so scary and discouraging but that's why we are here to start challenging this right and to learn how we can put a stop to this so now that we talked about single-use plastics and gave examples and talked about why it's so harmful i want to leave you just with some hope 
and inspiration and action steps that we can take, right? So again, I know that it's impossible to completely avoid single-use plastic, right? If you want to eat fruit from the grocery store, chances are you are going to run into single-use plastic. So let's talk about ways that we can just cut back on single-use plastic and ways that we can really help this issue. The first one is to refuse single-use plastic when you can. So make sure to always have your reusable grocery bags. Something that's really helped me is having multiple kinds of reusable grocery bags. So I have, I love shopping at Aldi. In my opinion, it makes it really easy to shop low waste and just all of those things. So if that's an option near you, there Aldi has these giant grocery bags which you can fit so much in and I probably have four reusable bags from Aldi for all of my grocery trips and then I also have about four reusable bags that are collapsible and foldable they fold up into this little pouch and usually anytime I'm going anywhere I have at least two of those little reusable bags stuck in my purse because they are so compact and so easy to take with you that after I use it, I put stuff away and I put it, fold it back up and put it right in my purse. And then typically in my car, just in case I forget bags, I always have like my can, my big canvas tote that I think I bought at Target and one or two more of the Aldi grocery bags. So I really just try to make it easy for myself to have reusable grocery bags. And if you are a mom or someone that goes out and grocery shops for yourself, I think that this is a really big one. It's a step that's really so easy. And once, it might not be easy at first, I will say that. It might feel a little bit awkward to tell people, hey, I don't need a bag, I have my own, and to bag your own stuff, things like that. But it starts to become so second nature. Like for me now, if I go to the grocery store and I forget my bags, I will literally load everything up into the cart and then just go put it in my car because I, I know that usually I have the reusable bags in the trunk if I forget to take them into the store. So it's it once you start doing this, it becomes so second nature that it doesn't feel like a big deal to you anymore. But when you look back and realize how much less plastic bags you've been bringing into your home, it is really empowering and it feels really good. So besides reusable grocery bags, another thing that's really easy to have on hand and is a good one is to get some reusable straws. I like to keep one or two in my diaper bag and then one in my purse and maybe even a couple extras in the car in case we stop for fast food anywhere or if I wanna go grab coffee with a friend, I'll have one in my purse. And this is something that's a little bit harder because then you have to take it home and clean it and then remember to put it back in your purse. But um, this is one that, again, is pretty easy. You can even go to Target or Walmart. And I have seen little foldable silicone reusable straws that actually fit back in this little case that's like the size of a, like maybe half of a credit card or something. So it's really, there are a lot of options to bring your own straw that make it really, really easy, really, really compact things like that. Another thing that you can do is if you do go out to eat or you go get fast food, you can refuse like both the plastic straw and the plastic cutlery, right? So typically wherever you go, you can say, oh, I don't need the straw or the the silverware, you know, and they'll leave that out of your bag. Um, or if you're going in person and it's a place that has disposable silverware, usually you can even bring your own set, like just bring a fork and a spoon from your house, which I know might, might not be ideal for everybody, but if you really want to get like conscious of this, that is definitely an option. Um, another good option for being able to refuse single use plastic 
which again, this might kind of be halted for a little bit because of COVID, but typically you can bring your reusable water bottles or a reusable, reusable coffee tumbler to places with you when you want to go get drinks. Um, something that's really helped me is having a reusable water bottle filled with water in the car. So if I am going out like, you know, thrift shopping or grocery shopping or out to run errands, whatever it is, I won't be tempted to stop somewhere and get a drink or a coffee or a smoothie or whatever it is because I already have my water to drink in the car. So those are just a few ways that you can make it easy for yourself to refuse single-use plastic items. And again, I know that doesn't make it easier when you're grocery shopping to not buy the grapes that come in the plastic packaging. But if you're able to bring your reusable grocery bags, bring a reusable straw, you know, bring your own water bottles or coffee tumblers when you can, things like that, then you really make it, again, you make it easy for yourself to say no. And something that I love about bringing my reusables places is it kind of shows other people how easy it can be, right? I think so many people are so used to, oh, I'm going to swing by and get a coffee and it's going to come in a plastic cup because that's how it goes. That's the only way to do it. But then when they see you there and they see people like filling up your reusable cup or you using your reusable straw or even at the grocery store, I've, you know, there have been people that look at me and kind of give me weird looks when I pull out my reusable bags and tell people that I don't want the, you know, single-use plastic bags. But I think it kind of can create this little spark in people like, oh wow, people actually do that, right? Like if people are out in public and they see you using your reusables and refusing single-use plastic, it can really just create these ripples and these ideas and these little ripples of change in other people when they see how possible and how easy it is to refuse these single-use plastic items. So when you go out and you refuse single-use plastic, not only are you, you know, reducing the amount of waste that you are consuming and you're, you know, contributing to the landfill, but you're also showing other people that it's possible. And this is especially true if you have friends or family members that are going out with you, you know, if like I have a friend, one of my closest friends now, and every time that we went to the store, she never really, I guess, thought about bringing reusable bags. And now it's kind of a thing, like both of us, every store that we go into, we always bring our reusable bags. And there are there have been a couple times where I forget my reusable bags and just carry stuff out to the car or put it back in the cart and she has her reusable bags, you know. So this really is when you start refusing and you start using the reusable versions instead, it can really create waves of change in your friend groups, in you know your community, just with random strangers that see you doing it and realizing, oh yeah, I could be doing that too. It's that easy. So in general, bringing reusable items is a really, really great way to reduce your single-use plastic intake and to be able to straight up refuse at least certain kinds of single-use plastics. But besides refusing single-use plastic, I also want to talk about reduce, reuse, and recycle. And I feel like these are something that all of us have heard before. That's kind of the slogan for sustainability, at least with me growing up. I always heard reduce, reuse, recycle, but I never realized that that was the order it was supposed to be in. And I like to think, you know, you can stick, and there are like seven or eight of these sustainable R's, but in this episode, I'll just address these three or these four, I guess. So first, refuse. Anytime that you can refuse single-use plastic when you can, 
do it. And then the next is to reduce. So if you can't refuse it, figure out how you can purchase less of it. And then next is reuse. So try to think if there are ways to reuse some of this plastic packaging, which I know isn't always ideal. And a lot of people are very like conscious about just getting plastic out of their homes. But if you if you can find a way to re- reuse the plastic packaging with the things that you buy, that's a really great option too for it to not end up in the landfill. And then last, recycle. But of course, like we talked about earlier, call your local recycling centers to see if what you're trying to recycle is actually recyclable. Because if it's not and you just put it in there, you know, with wishful thinking, it can kind of do more harm than good. So again, it's not hopeless. (laughs) It is a big issue and it can be discouraging and it is something that we have to combat. But as individuals, I think that's the most we can do. We can refuse when we can. We can reduce the amount we purchase. We can try to reuse it. And then we can consciously recycle what we can. But then also you can share this message with others. You can, and again, just by using these reusable items and refusing single-use plastic when you're out in public, you will be showing others how possible it is. So I will leave you with this today. Imperfection is okay. It's okay to be on this sustainability journey and to want to do all that you can to help the environment, to cut out your single-use plastics, to lower your waste, to lower your impact. But when, per, you know, it's going to be impossible to be completely perfect on this journey. Our society makes it very, very hard. So if you, when you find yourself having single-use plastic and looking down at it and saying like, oh my gosh, again, you know, don't feel discouraged, just keep going and keep refusing when you can. And again, that's not always possible and that is okay, but being aware of this and being aware of why it's a problem and refusing and reducing where you can, that's where the power really comes into play. Because we have the power to say no to single-use plastics. We have the power to decide what we are going to buy. And even if we can't be a perfect and all in 100% of the time, that is okay. We are still taking the first step just by educating ourselves on this and, you know, refusing when we can. And that itself is doing so much more than so many people. And so you should be proud of yourself for even listening this far into the episode. That really shows how much you care. And I... 100% believe in you that you can do this girl just get your reusable bags take them into the grocery store with you you know start cutting it out when you can start trying to be a little bit more conscious about you know oh is this single-use plastic recyclable is it not am I recycling things the right way and slowly we will get there you know my big hope for society is that these big companies will open their eyes and realize how harmful these single-use plastics are to our environment. And a good way to ensure that this happens is if there are brands that, you know, once your eyes start becoming open about this and you, you know, notice that certain brands always have, you know, re- 
non-recyclable single-use plastic packaging and it frustrates you, reach out, send an email to the head of that company or to the management team or something, right? We can send emails, we can make phone calls to these companies. And the more people that do that, the more they will know that people actually care about their packaging, right? A lot of different companies are switching to compostable and plant-derived and packaging that is a lot more eco-friendly than these single-use plastics. And that's because we as consumers are showing them how important that is to us. So the more people that refuse single-use plastic and make noise about this and call people that are head of departments and you know start bringing our reusable bags, the more these big companies will see that we actually care And the more we care, the more they care, right? Because if we start saying, hey, I'm not going to buy your product unless you put it in recyclable and reusable or whatever packaging, then they'll act, you know, that actually opens companies' eyes. And slowly, I'm really hoping that society and these big corporations shift because they not only realize how much we want to be eco-friendly, but how much there is a need for packaging to be more environmentally friendly. So again, you got this. Go and refuse some single-use plastic bags. Go and tell your friends to bring their reusable grocery bags. And again, don't be discouraged. Imperfect sustainable living is so beautiful and so impactful, and it's so, so much better than not taking any action on this. So if you are trying to live a more eco-friendly life and you just don't really know where to start or you don't know what your next step is, or you are feeling stuck at all in this journey, I created a free PDF guide for you, right? This is completely free. All you have to do is go to the link on my website and download it, and it gives you free tips, gives you my favorite sustainable swaps, and it just gives you a lot of information that can help boost you on your eco-friendly living journey. So if you're interested, again, this is completely free. Go snag the Unrooted Living Guide at unrootedmama.com slash guide. Again, this is a completely free PDF that's just packed full of sustainable living tips from me to you. It's kind of like my little gift just to help boost you on your journey to eco-friendly living. So again, go get the guide. You can grab it at unrootedmama.com slash guide. And with that, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast. I am... 100% rooting for you and I'm so happy if you're listening this far I know you're on this eco-friendly living movement with me and on this journey with me and I just want you to know that I am cheering you on every step of the way I am in your corner and every time that you use your reusable grocery bags I am going to be smiling and just so proud of you so just know that (laughs) so thank you guys so much for tuning in and until next time